This is John Jackson Miller, and you're listening to the Star Wars Canon Podcast. May the Force be with you. There are stories about what happened. It's true. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 51 of the Star Wars Canon Podcast, and thank you for tuning in to talk about our favorite thing in the world, yet again, Star Wars. My name's Brian Miller. I'm your host on this particular show, and with me from all the way across the pond, you know him and love him, straight from Cairo, Egypt, Mr. Usuf Wally. How's it going, Usuf? Ah, uh, it's good. It's good. Thank you for the lovely intro, my friend. It's really good. It's really good. I'm just coming off of some illness as well. But yeah, it's good to be talking about our favorite thing in the world, Star Wars. Fuck yes. Hell yeah. No, it's good to be back, man. We, we took a hell of a hiatus. Uh, we were just talking yeah, before we, we started recording. Uh, the last episode was in March. I thought it was in May, but it was in March. Uh, yeah, so exactly. Yeah. It's, we're, it's, good. we're all happy to be back. Oh, it's good us, to be like, back. Every single one of us is happy to be back. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's damn good to be back. Because like, like we were talking about, this is a stress reliever. You know, and this is this is uh, helping me cope with a, a lot going on in life right now. So uh, it's good to be back, uh, and, and and we're we're pumping out content. We we've actually got a lot of uh, I shouldn't say a lot yet, but we're working on getting a lot of content out on Patreon. Uh, we've got full reaction yes. videos uh, up for Boba Fett so far. Chapters one and two are on the Patreon page right now. Uh, the links for those will be in the uh, description of this podcast. And don't forget, guys, we've also got a new podcast in our little net, uh, network group here, the Marvelcast. Marvel Cast. Yeah, uh, Stephen Hall and uh, J.G. Karst are doing a great job uh, bringing Marvel news to you guys every week and coming up with some good topics to talk about and kind of giving their reviews of movies that are coming out and series that are coming out, predictions for new episodes of shows coming out and films. So they're doing a hell of a job over there. Uh, and, uh, you guys, if you guys are Marvel fans, definitely go check that out. You guys won't be disappointed. So they're, they're kicking ass and taking names over there, uh, and not slowing down long enough to take the names. So, uh, <laughs> but for this show, we, uh, we're, we're, uh, Lucas Hounds over here. We are Star Wars fans over here. Well, don't get me wrong. We're all Star Wars fans, but here we focus on the Star Wars and, uh, there's, yep. there's a lot to talk about. A lot has come out since March, uh, during our hiatus that we ended up, that we that we're going to end up having to talk about and and kind of give our thoughts on, but I figure we would slowly spread all that news out over the future and kind of talk about things that are that are being announced and 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 shows that are coming out. Uh, but this week in particular, we got a hell of a news drop uh, just the other day, actually, that EA is working on three new Star Wars games, uh, and and the, they're going to be adding to the canon. So I figured this episode we would sit down and kind of talk about. Uh, all the Star Wars games that we know are in development this this year, and and kind of if we know when they're coming out, when they're coming out, and kind of give our thoughts on each one, and uh, kind of go through because I'm, I'm Usa, if you're a big Star Wars fan or you're a big uh, video game player, you're a big no, gamer, I'm a huge huge game fan, yeah yeah yeah. So uh, I genuinely like my, my opinion on this, and I think many many of our uh, subscribers may relate to this. Uh, the best way, in my opinion, to to really immerse myself into anything. I mean, we all, uh, most of us, I mean, at least depends on how old you are, but we all work jobs and uh, movies and shows, of course, 
you know, they give us our fix. But the real way to immerse myself in something is a game. So I launch myself into something, and I'm playing as a character, and I customize, and I've got the music, and I've got the world building, and I've got everything. That's the best thing about it. I don't care what it is, if it's a strategy game, if it's an RPG, if it's a shooter, if it's... I, I, I've played it all. So, yeah, it, it's just the best thing about it. So to see Star Wars games that are actually now, you know, it's been a long time since we've had a real good Star Wars game, and Jedi Fallen Order was just the first intro to what oh, we could yeah. get. Just a taste. And then we got Squadrons. Just a taste, exactly, right? And then we got Squadrons. And then, yeah, yeah, I can't wait. So I'm just going to, uh, uh, yeah, let me take this step by step. Let's, let's <laughs> dive into them because otherwise I'm just going to go off. No, you're, talk you're, about so you're much good. Stuff and what I'm hoping for. No, what's, what's cool about the video game genre, though, is it's a story because I love storytelling. I, I, I just love stories in general. Yeah, and video yeah, games are stories yeah. that you can insert yourself into and kind of exactly. see it through the eyes of the of the protagonist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a huge Assassin's Creed guy. I'm still playing Valhalla. Um, yeah. Matter of fact, uh, I was I last week I just got Mjolnir and Excalibur two nights in a oh, row. And so now I'm walking cool. around wielding Mjolnir and Excalibur, and I look badass. So, yeah. But just that's an experience you obviously can't have in real life. But you can sit there and just like, God, this is so cool. You know, and, and so video games bring a different kind of oh, view the the sense for of the stories you get as well right like you you build up yourself and you go through the that world satisfaction so that's also like exact the satisfaction comes from amazing yeah. world building and that in itself shows what a good game is oh right? yeah if you're actually enjoying the world building yeah yeah so i figured we would go through these and kind of i think we've got seven of them right now that we know about uh which is crazy to think that we've got seven star wars video games in development we're only a couple months away from one of them being released uh, but I figured we'd go through these one at a time, just the ones that we know about, and uh, kind of give our thoughts on these. So uh, let's let's get going on this uh, without further ado. The first one I want to talk about uh, is coming out April 5th, 2022. Uh, it's just a couple months away. I'm really looking forward to this one. It is Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Hello. This yes. is a game yes. that's been in development for a long time. It was actually slated to release in December of 2020. We, I guess there was some... Uh, what's the word I'm looking contention, I guess, amongst the crew that kind of made this take a little longer and, and some things happening behind the scenes and, you know, with COVID and, and everything like that, uh, it, it really did delay this game quite a bit. But it looks like they've taken the extra time to really flesh this game out, add so much to it, make it a true Star Wars experience, even though it's in Lego. Uh, I mean, you can explore the galaxy. You can ex you can go to more yeah. planets in Lego yeah, Star you can Wars. Still explore. That's that, that's the awesome bit. Like you can actually yeah. explore stuff. Yeah. You can actually from what they showed us in that uh, gameplay trailer the other day, you can actually go to more planets in this game than you could in Jedi Fallen Order. You can basically go to every single planet in the in the Skywalker saga. And you know, if if the Lego The Force Awakens, which I 100%ed in like 2 weeks, if that is yeah. any any kind of uh, definition or reference as to how packed this game is going to be because that was one film. Now we've got nine films, all these extra planets. It's going to be insane, man. You going to pick this one up? Oh, definitely. Because uh, I, I'll be I'll be completely honest. I was not initially a, a huge fan of uh, Lego games. I was. It was just like, yeah, it's something for fun, right? It's something to multiplayer with like fun at home and all that. Um, but because it is this one. And in, like they've got huge, huge amounts of character packs that are going to be available as well. That's what's going to make it super fun. No matter what happens, I'm going to have a character that I can enjoy playing with, and it's just going to 
yeah, uh, what's it called? Like, I, I'm I'm gonna get my fix, no matter what character it is that I want to play with. So it's it's gonna be fun as hell. Right now, you you were mentioning the character numbers: three hundred playable characters, plus seven character packs. Yeah. And and who who was it? Uh, what were the character packs? Hang on a second, let me look this up. Yes, this is just the uh, this is just the Skywalker films, but it wouldn't surprise me at all to find out that they're gonna end up adding Rogue One and Solo to it as well. I think they added Rogue One and Solo, and perhaps Mando as well. Uh, collection bundle. You get the Mandalorian Pack 1, Mandalorian Pack yeah. 2, Rogue yeah. One, a Star Wars story, classic characters. So uh, when they say classic characters, they're going back to like the yellow skin characters from the old classic Lego games. They're going back to those original Lego figures of those characters. Um, Solo, a Star Wars story, Star Wars The Bad Batch, and a Trooper Pack. Uh, it says get day one access to this pack by pre-ordering oh, the game. Yeah. So that's actually one, two, three, four, five. That, that is seven. So yeah, Bad Batch will be cool. There's a lot you could do with the yeah. Bad Batch in it. But I'm I'm wondering if you're gonna have missions for each of these. You know, oh, I, they're not if they saying have actual like missions, it, it, like special to every character. That would be amazing. I, I mean, I, I don't think they will simply because that's a lot of work to do on their side. But yeah, I mean, I'd love to. I I, I want that. I'm not saying I don't want that. It it wouldn't surprise me because if you look at Lego: The Force Awakens, uh, there were missions that had nothing to do with Force Awakens that you could go do, and they were like preludes to the to the uh, film, like uh, Lor Senteca, uh trying to find Lor Senteca on Jakku before the film picked up or playing as Loris and Tekka when he's getting the little chip with the map to Skywalker. That's all in the Lego force awakens. And, nice and, and so it wouldn't surprise me to find out that they have little, I mean, it may not be a fleshed out huge world, you know, but maybe a mission here and there for each of them to play as, um, it all, it says pre-order the game and get day one access to trooper pack. The digital edition also includes an exclusive classic Obi-Wan Kenobi playable character. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, yeah, that's everything that comes with this particular game. I'm head over heels for this game. And, uh, you know, I remember saying a few years ago, so I had a mailbag question back, uh, when was it, uh, 2018? When did Last Jedi come out, 2017? Uh, uh, I, I think yeah. it did. So it was yeah. 2018 I got the question. Somebody's asked me, why didn't we never got a Lego game for The Last Jedi? And I'm like, that's a good question. I was like, I don't know. And I said the only thing I could think of is maybe they're holding off to do the entire trilogy. Because Force Awakens was such a big game. I was like, maybe they're holding off to do the entire trilogy as one massive game. Little did I know they were doing the entire trilogy of trilogies and, and doing one massive game. So uh, I'm, I'm ecstatic over this one. I'm, I can't wait to start doing some playthrough videos and some, some streams and broadcasts of sitting down and 100%ing this thing. And Lego games, you mentioned earlier the satisfaction of finishing a, a, a video game, the the accomplishment. Lego games are all about collecting. Everything about the Lego games oh, yeah. is collecting. So once you collect everything, there's a satisfaction to that that is just, oh, it is just sublime. So Yeah, when you complete your set in the game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's tedious, and you might get pissed off. Trying to get to a certain piece, you're like, how in the hell do you get to that? But once you get it, you're like, yes. So Lego the Star Wars or Lego Star Wars the Sky uh, Skywalker Saga is coming out on April 5th. Uh, if, and I can't wait. If anyone listening to this has not picked up a Lego game before, genuinely, it's worth if if you I know how difficult it is to get into it. The first few minutes you feel like, what the hell's going on? This seems silly. 
trust me, it's more fun than silly. You it's just addictive. play through it a little bit, and you get through the levels. Once you start leveling through, once you start playing through it, you'll be like, oh, wait, actually, I want to go back and do that better. That's how you'll feel about it. Oh, trust yeah, me. they're they're addictive. And it's because, yeah, of, exactly. that, it's because of that satisfaction once, that comes once, with once it. Once you start accomplishing within that game, yeah. that's insane. Yep, love them. Uh, number two on the list, we've got an untitled Ubisoft open world game. Uh, we yes. don't know anything about when this one's being released. I think it's set for 2024, I think is what the speculation is right now. It's being developed by Massive Entertainment, uh, which is the studio that did The Division 1 and 2. Uh, Usif. What do you think, man? What do you? I mean, because you know me, I'm, I'm hoping, a huge Assassin's uh, Creed guy, so I'm excited same. to see what they can do with this. Same. So here's the thing, right? So Ubisoft gave us two amazing strands, and and we're going to talk about uh, one of these later because of EA. Uh, Ubisoft gave us two amazing different branches of games. Mm-hmm. First one is Far Cry. The other one is Assassin's Creed. In no particular order, right? So obviously, Assassin's Creed being um, both um, our favorite, you, you and I, like we love Assassin's Creed. Uh, I I love Assassin's Creed since I picked it up randomly when PS2 came out in 2000. Wow, like, all the way back to the first 2007? one. 2007, yeah, the first Assassin's wow. Creed. I picked that up randomly. You know, I'm I'm in Egypt. It's uh, it was based in the Middle East, assassins and like history. I was like, ah, there's no way I'm not buying this game. Oh yeah. And PS2 had just come out, next gen stuff. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Uh, it was actually PS3 at the time. PS3 coming out and uh, next gen stuff. Let's let's uh, you know see what it's about. It was amazing uh, at the time. So for me to go through Assassin's Creed, uh, we cannot tie this next game to Assassin's Creed too much. No, because right, it doesn't right, necessarily right. have to be drawn off from it. Right. But there's so much that I want from Assassin's Creed that is Star Wars, right? I want the open world. I want the customization. I want the the ability to like go off into different locations. You know, whether it's the viewpoints, whether it's Moss Eisley, whether it's the towns, whether it's the climbing, whether it's the uh, I, I you know, there's this thing which Ubisoft does, which is like oh, going around and searching different chests and stuff, and yeah. opening up and collectible armor and materials. Oh, they're, yeah, they're great at world building. Exactly. Now that exact that is the thing. That is the thing. I was about to say. That's not important, right? Like looking at the chests and exploring stuff. What's more important is the world building. What's more important is what you're what you're a part of. Is that you're feeling you're in a singular collective environment. And if we get that for Star Wars, then the sky's the limit, right? Or the galaxy's limit, whatever it is you want to say. And uh, I am I am um, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say something which I'm I'm wishing for. I'm wishing for uh, something where you can go from. Not only are you riding vehicles it, like on world but also hopefully getting onto your starship and traveling in between worlds i'm not sure how that will look I'm not sure how i want it to feel but i'm genuinely wishing that i can have like you know switching in between combat and then traveling yeah i about too much because we got a lot to talk about it this episode um yeah whatever whatever our whatever our viewers really want i genuinely want to hear what our viewers want out of this game because there's so much you could want out of something like this an open world star wars game yeah. are you kidding me yeah yes and, and what's crazy what we all the want. rest of these games they don't really i mean jedi fallen order was kind of open world it was it had a linear story to it but it was it had open world elements to it 
Um, but this yeah. one, when yeah, they're yeah, when they're did, saying yeah. they're yeah. yeah when they're when they're saying they're focusing on the open world aspect of this game, that excites the, the I mean that excites me, um, and the fact that it's being made by the same studio that did the Division One and Two, I loved the Division. I I was one of those people that I latched onto the first Division game and I just wrote it and like it was I, I I couldn't stop. And then when two came out, I was excited. I I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as I did the first one, but I mm-hmm. still really loved running around a, a, a quarantined New York and, and, and the way that third person kind of aspect worked with it. I absolutely loved it. So, and there was a lot of exploration in those games as well, going through and finding different uh, audio files and echoes and stuff like that. So, but you could explore that world and, and, and that, you know, that, that version of New York and just get lost in it. So I'm, I'm, and, and same thing with two with DC. I, I loved it. And, the fact that you could set up like your headquarters in the White House, that was that was so cool, and and yeah. you know and just the way the game works. So I'm really excited to see what they can do with Star Wars. Um, I don't think they're going to use the exact same mechanics as Division, but I heard it's going to be similar. Uh, but I'm okay. I'm I am very very I, I, I that could have been a rumor too for all I know. But I'm very I'm excited, excited to see Star Wars be closer to Division rather than Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed's already like it, it's it's already it's, it's kind of its own like, thing, yeah. Could, yeah, yeah, and it's already done. Like it's already okay, been there, done that. Like we don't, we, like we can't just do a copy, especially since Ubisoft got really, really shown up a little bit because of. Um, I don't know if you've played this, um, Ghost of Ghost Tsushima. Of, uh, yeah, yes. we, we, yeah, you know, you know what we're talking I, about. I, I want to play it. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about picking up the director's cut this weekend. I'm really, I have yes. really considered. I it. already have, and I've just started it. Uh, and Ugh. I haven't. I, I can't talk too much about it, but yeah, we should both actually talk about it and maybe do a playthrough online. Or something. oh, we could do yeah, that. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We could totally do that. But yeah, uh, the thing is that it's so Assassin's Creed is so been there, done that. That division is actually really worth it, especially it's not it's not been fleshed out yet. You haven't seen what what it can do, what what, what can be done with it just yet. Yeah, without sounding too fanboying about it. No, no, no. I Ubisoft. I love everything Ubisoft does, and, and you know even. With Assassin's Creed, everybody kind of, and I wouldn't say everybody, there's some fans that were like, well, God, go back to the original way you used to do Assassin's Creed, not this RPG stuff. I love the RPG stuff. I love the RPG stuff. Are you kidding? Like, Origins. Isn't that the point? Assassin's Creed point? Origins. I just, I, I oh, fangirled. I Origins geeked, is my thing, man. I geeked out country, when that first, dog. when that first cinematic trailer hit for Origins, yeah. I lost yeah. my collective shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, no way. Oh, Origins, and then I thought there was no way to top that, and then they literally came out with Odyssey, which was almost a literal Odyssey. It like was you just it never it's ending. Impossible and I, oh, to hundred percent that game. If anybody game. wants to know how much of a gamer I am, like I fleshed out that game, I hundred percent at Odyssey. No, you did. Huge. No way. Yes, I did. I, I've got. Did you really? A hundred percent. It. Hundred. Hundred percent. It. Expanding DLCs and all. That is an amazing game. I loved it so much that I did that. Finished it. Origins and Odyssey. I, I did so Origins. Valhalla, I won't be able to. Because oh, yeah. Valhalla is just so damn repetitive that I just like ah, oh, I'm, I'm I've been tired with this. But yeah, that's how much I loved it, and I love the 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 the, the, myth, the mythology of it. It's amazing. That's just basically what I grew up on. That is that is the basis of all my storytelling. Love is just the mythology of ancient Egypt and ancient Greece. It's amazing. So to then see that. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll be able to, you know, be able to relive that with our favorite genre. Hopefully, Star Wars. I'm excited for it. <laughs> uh, 
So, Extreme. yes, Extreme. We, we don't know exactly when this one is releasing. Uh, I think the rumor right now is 2024, which, God, with all this other stuff coming out, it'll Can't be here before we enough. know it. Yeah, so... Uh, number three on the list is one I think surprised a lot of people, and it made a lot of people very, very happy. It is the Knights of the Old Republic remake that they announced yes. a handful of months ago. It is set for release in 2023. Uh, I, and right before, like, I mean, literally the weekend before they announced this, I started to play through on, on the original Knights of the Old Republic on my original Xbox. And then when they announced this, I'm like, screw it, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not gonna play. But I, this is gonna be awesome because people have been crying for this remake for years and years and years, and we're finally getting it, man. I and uh, what do you? I are you expecting this to be basically a shot for shot? Or are you are you hoping they add I'm some, expecting some more to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm expecting it to be a shot for shot. Maybe they'll expand a little bit on what people have wanted, not just like the cinematic stuff, but also like you know actually seeing cinematic stuff in the games because obviously in these days it's not so cool to see such a uh, like an amazing video and then in the end you're looking at the game and it's nothing like the video they're trying to make it you know a little bit closer but you're not gonna get that because it's just a remake of an old game so it's not the same like uh you don't have the capability to flesh out as much in in a new uh, in this kind of game as you do in a new game but um, I can't wait for it because, uh, guess what? I have never actually completed a playthrough. You've never finished it. Yeah. Never, ever. I, I mean, it's been ages, and it was only on my laptop and stuff. So, And um, I was studying and all that, and I never actually got into it. But, no, I, I have. I am overdue, long overdue. That's a, that's a bad that's a bad one on my on my side. Shame on you, man. I need to, need to do, yes, yes, indeed. Shame, <laughs> shame on, shame shame on you and your family. <laughs> no, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. So when when I got my first Xbox, it was back in like 2002, and uh, I got two games for Christmas that year. It was Jedi Academy, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, and uh, and uh, Knights of the Old Republic. And I started playing Jedi, and I got into it. And then I started playing Kotor, and I was at an age I was like 13 or 14 where it just wasn't exactly what I expected out of a Star Wars game. And so I quit playing, and I was right. like, not my kind of thing. And then a, a couple of years later, I'm like, you know, I'm going to go back and give that game a shot. I'm going to get into it and say, oh, my God. Yeah, it was like, yeah, 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 you finally get off a terrace and this game just explodes. And it's like, God. and I I never once saw the the big reveal coming. I, I'm sure you know the reveal, if you, even if you haven't finished it. I mean, it. I do, just okay. because I watched, but right. not played it. That's the thing. Okay, so I'm not spoiling guys, anything if I say it. Amazing. Oh no no please okay. yeah, yeah it's amazing. Um, well, I, well yeah, I'm not gonna say amazing. it. I'm oh, actually way, if anybody wants I'm not to gonna watch say it. the playthrough, it's yeah. worth it not watching it until the remake comes yes. out. Yes, don't let it be spoiled it. for you. Seriously, yeah. oh goodness me, it's seriously worth it. It's yeah, that, that is some real legit Star Wars lore. Imagine you yes. years ago, years ago, that like imagine you being as a hardcore Star Wars fan as you are today. Yeah, oh my god, and playing that years for the first ago time. in the past. Being the, like just diving into Star Wars lore, that is what you had to deal with, and you were the the core of Star Wars if you knew what was going on in this game because you were like, oh, is this a possibility? Is this what's going on? Is this something? Yeah, it's amazing. It was it was insane. That was another one you could just plug yourself into the story, and and, and there were parts oh, there. I remember there's one particular part in that game uh, where you get a stowaway on your ship from Dantooine, and she only speaks Mandalorian. And so, so you can you can either learn the language to speak to her, 
and you get light side points, which is just tedious and it takes forever. Or you can kick her off your ship and get dark side points. And I found out that if you kick her off your ship and you catch her just five or six feet before she runs away and you keep kicking her off the ship, you just keep getting more and more and more and more dark side points. So you can just go like just completely evil. And you can be like normal looking when you kick her off the first time. By the time she's off, your skin's all cracked out. You're pale. You got glowing eyes. And but it was completely dark side. Yeah, yeah, just because of this girl. And then you can catch her at the end and still get the light side points by learning the, the language. But things like that in the game, it just. It, it, it let you chart your own path through it, and it was so much fun. And it's so hard to be mean to video game characters. I don't know what it is. It's just really hard to yeah. be mean to Star Wars characters. Or, it's to, just because uh, you know it's a video, video game. game so people, they, it's not it's not socially acceptable apparently, or something, some bullshit. Yeah, there's, I, there's something. I love, I love Dark Side. I love Evil. Yeah. Stuff, so. so I'm I'm it's, hoping it's, they. I, I'm hoping they still integrate that system that that choice making system. Um, into this game, and I, I I can't wait to see what they end up doing with it. So that's number three, man. Nazi the Republic remake coming yep. out next year. Number four is one that I think is kind of in the air right now. We're not entirely sure if this one's going to happen, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Star Wars Eclipse being developed by Quantic Dream. This is the same studio that has done um, the Detroit Become Human. They've done uh, Until Dawn. Nice. They've done a lot of these decision-based games, and to find out they're doing a Star Wars game, which the trailer I just dropped. Detroit. I loved Beyond Two Souls. I loved those two. It was so, It's such a cinematic experience, these games. Um, seriously, there's a huge niche for that growing up. Like, growing up now. It's beyond... Any, if anybody's not played it, but has played any um, t- Telltale series... No, no, this is something else entirely. So if you play Telltale... It's it's more like yeah you choose some steps and it's very animated and you go through it and it's a fantastic storytelling experience no no like seriously Detroit and uh, Beyond Two Souls you need to pick those two up in any way even if you just watch them on YouTube a little bit you will wish that you played those games it's so I loved Detroit Become Human and yeah. uh, because there was like seven different endings to that game exactly and, and it was for each character as well yeah. and i genuinely loved each character uh-huh. it was fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and going back and forth between like connor and, and and kara and all these other characters like even even switching between the characters you weren't disappointed you're like oh, i gotta go back to play this character for a little while it was still fun playing as it was all still three fun of these. exactly and you want to go back yes. and be like, oh i completely forgot about you let's yeah. see what happens here yes 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 absolutely okay. oh have you game. played heavy rain I have it, I have it, but I haven't played it. I've got it, but I, I haven't played it. it. I absolutely love it. Also fantastic. So these three guys, these three are same lines: Heavy Rain, Detroit Become Human, um, and Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls. Genuinely. Oh, Beyond Two Souls, by the way, has some heavy actors in it. Like, oh yeah, um, it's got Willem Dafoe yes. and uh, like it's the it's the great Willem Dafoe. Whole... We we have to refer to him as yeah, the great Willem Dafoe. The great Willem Dafoe, absolutely. And no, a Heavy Rain is more of a is more of a crime thriller sort of thing. And um, it, it's got a different sort of uh, layout than, than the other games. The, the story's not as straightforward as you think it is. And it's much shorter as well. But seriously, if we are getting that for Star Wars, I am, I am head over heels. Like, I can't wait. I have no yes. idea what story it is. Well, uh, we, they, we don't know. We don't know they what said story this it is. is set, they did say this is set in High Republic. So okay. this will oh, be a High Republic is. game. I yeah, that. Yeah. Um, this, will be, this will be a High Republic game. And they do have a teaser trailer out for it. Um, but what I mentioned earlier about some of the problems, and and I guess I didn't realize it was this big a deal until a couple weeks ago. We were talking about it in the chat for all the hosts 
for the shows and everything is I guess there's a lot of behind the scenes controversy going with the CEO. Uh, I think it's the CEO, the president maybe of uh, Quantic Dream. He's been making some comments and mm-hmm. stuff that that don't really shine a great light on him uh, concerning women and and stuff like that. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll wait yeah. to see what happens. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but I mean that's either that's neither here nor there. Uh, I'm hoping this game still gets pushed through. They don't have anything close to a release window for this thing yet, but it's it's interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see what the uh, development. My, my this short game looks statement like. for this game is that I'll be surprised. I really want to be surprised. So for example, yeah, like the same. previous game we talked about, like the open world, I want to be impressed. Because we've we've seen open worlds, we've seen The Witcher, we've seen Ubisoft's games, we've seen other games open worlds. There's a huge thing about sandbox and open world games and things like that. So we know that we want something that's competitive, we want something that's fleshed out, we want something Star Warsy. But with this one, I really just want to be surprised. I want I want I want an experience, man. I just wanna I, I just wanna get I wanna get a roller coaster, I wanna get immersive, I wanna get something because you're playing through a cinematic experience. It's gonna be awesome. I hope I hope. Yeah, no, I'm 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 really looking forward to it. And and to find out, because I mean, it's gonna have to be a character. If you play if this game, does come out, it's gonna have to be a character. Where if it's choice driven, the way these other games were that this this uh, studio did, oh, that's the way to go now. Oh yeah. yeah, and and you can make it a character that isn't gonna have anything to do with the major overall events of the galaxy. So no matter what you end up doing, it's not gonna Absolutely. affect anything overall. Which which may take away that from it for some people, it, yeah. but to to know that you're not affecting anything in the galaxy. But at the same time, you can kind of chart your own path into the Star Wars galaxy and make it your own story. And then you can say, my story is, is Star Wars canon. You know, Absolutely. and, and exactly. I, I'd exactly. love something like, like that. Like, you have affected the story in this way, if that's possible. Yeah. Right. So, we'll wait and see if that game is, uh, if it ever sees the light of day. I'm hoping it does. And uh, I guess uh, same, same. time will tell. So, uh, now we're going to get into these three that EA just announced last week. I'm very excited about uh, at least two of these. And one of them I'm, I'm a little on the fence about. I'll, I'm indifferent about i guess i should say but we'll get to it number five is the untitled star wars jedi sequel it's being developed by ea and respawn entertainment jedi fallen order was one of the greatest not the greatest but one of the greatest star wars games i've ever played um agreed i i absolutely adored that game cal kestis ended up being one of the most beloved characters outside of the films that i've ever seen Exactly. It, it and, created such a good narrative. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, even with the big reveal toward the end with who pops up yep. and and the way it's all tied together. And, you know, they they said this may not necessarily be a sequel to that game because it's going to have a different title. It'll be Star Wars Jedi blah, blah, blah or something, you know, whatever it is, um, which is cool because they can, I mean, we all want them to stay with Cal Kestis, obviously, but they could end up going to another Jedi that's running around the same time period and, you know, then do a third game with another game with another character and then do a fourth game where they all three kind of come together or, you know, something along those lines. Uh, but with Jedi Fallen Order, I that was I, I, I was a pleasant surprise for me because when I was looking at the trailers, I was like, this just looks like Force Unleashed with Battlefront graphics. Like that's honest to God what it looked like to me, and upon playing it, I was wrong. I I admit it, I was totally wrong. Um, I definitely want to see where they end up going with the story because at the end of the first one, now Vader knows this guy exists, and he got away. You know what I'm saying? Like so, did we lose Usif? Oh no, no, I'm here. Oh, you're like, there. The there thing, he is. The thing about this game, yeah, the thing about this game is that so so now that we have something, it's like an anchor. 
so to speak. Right. You can expand on it. You can grow. It was a good foundation. More narratives along the same line. Yeah, it gives great foundation. Exactly. So, and and the thing is that you just said it, right? Like you just said, it's it's a uh, Star Wars Jedi, and then Fallen Order or another title or whatever. So they've they've um, we were talking uh, online with uh, JG earlier, and he was saying the exact same thing, right? So they've given this, you know, a sort of multitude of possibilities. If you want to be Star Wars Jedi, raise legacy. If you want to be like as much as like go, go backwards and go forwards and go here and stay with Cal Kestis and stay with Order 66 and stay. There's so much you can do with this. You use it and, as, a, um, as a way to introduce new characters too. And this possibility, you know? I, I actually hadn't thought about what you just said, like actually talking about two, three different narratives and then bringing them together bringing eventually. Them together. That, that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that is amazing right there. There's a possibility, you know, uh, I mean, I'm not sure how far we can go with that in terms of disrupting the current canon, right. but um, definitely still huge areas of exploring. Like, I mean, I love Jedi Fallen Order. Simply going me too to all the, uh, the you know, uh, I seeing Death Go into it too much, Death yes. like the planets and stuff. I know it was a little bit hectic. It was a little bit tedious for some people who wanted to 100 percent it. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, I do know that Brian and I did it, and we are gamers, so we do this stuff. But um, I think I mean, the only trophy I didn't get. Still do it. There's only one trophy I didn't get on that game, and it was I think kicking one of the toads. Oh no, that was on Braca. Not Braca. It wasn't easy, but it wasn't difficult. Like I, I, yeah, I got it eventually at the end. It was one of yeah. those things where it was like a chore. Like yeah. I kept practicing. Get a look up on YouTube and like, okay, how'd this guy do it? Okay, let's just try that. You know. <laughs> But I think yeah, yeah, I got yeah, everything exactly. else. I, I got all the collectibles. I know that. Um, but I think uh, that one trophy got, is the one if, I was missing. If we've got any followers who are gamers and like playing with mods, they may or may not have oh, played yeah. uh, Fallen Order with a mod that has the Mandalorian, like actual Din Djarin as the main character in Fallen Order. That's been around for a while now. Right. Like you play Fallen Order as Mandalorian. It was pretty cool. With like lightsaber and stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> but yeah. Um, there, there's a lot you can do. Obviously, with, you can you uh, can make it the dark saber now. You can make it dark saber. I suppose <laughs> if you've got the mod, then you can definitely do it. Um, yeah, the, I'm really excited with the next one because it's gonna be a sequel in terms of an experience. I'm hoping as a narrative as well, um, because I do want to see how Cal Kestis fares in his next story. Because his story is quite cool. Oh, Very it is. Cool, actually, oh, he's got an awesome it, story. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's tragic but, too. It, it's it's very exactly to see, when you yeah, to yeah. see all these different Jedi that for you know Order sixty six from their points of view. Now we've seen Ahsoka, and you see all you know, and all these other these Jedi that you keep seeing these, uh, even Kanans. We saw Kanans in the first episode of Bad Batch. Yes, uh, to see all these different Order sixty sixes and to see his and how close he was with his master, how young he was. And how impressionable he still was, naive, and to see all these tragic events happening around him, and how they fleshed him out, and how they forced him to grow, and you know, and and, and it forced him to become who he was on Bracca. Uh, it just it, it's an awesome backstory when and to see this, how he when dealt is it with supposed it. Supposed to come out end of end of twenty twenty three. I don't think they've like said. I don't think they've announced this one. Uh, they just said. Okay. Oh, hang on, let me look. Maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong. No, I mean the only I I don't know of a date. I know of end of twenty twenty three, early twenty four, or something like that. I don't think they gave a date. Um, but yeah, the amazing thing about this game is the production value of it. So they 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 did it the same way Santa Monica 
did the God of War games. Like they oh, brought yeah. in the motion capture, the acting, the actual actors came in into a studio and they put on like the whole dots for the motion capture and they wore right. the actual like the costumes and stuff. It was fantastic. The production value is just going to get better and better and better. And we saw amazing droid action, like the introduction, um, the BD droid. Yeah, um, we saw we saw some oh really BD good stuff. BD one that was yeah. BD one was this uh, was, this was, a, was a great game to introduce so many characters, so many uh, facets of the Star Wars yeah. universe. So not just BD, but like the Inquisitors. We so people hadn't actually understood how Darth Vader did like. Because when it was introduced in the comics, everybody who reads the comics is like, oh yeah, we understand what the Inquisitors are. Mm-hmm. Everybody else doesn't. And they're like, oh, wait, so there are Force-sensitive people like that, that you know, Force users that Darth Vader used? Is that true? Is that a thing? Is that whatever? And only if you read the comics, you actually understood how far that went. But this really showed you what happens. And, um, yeah, and um, this, this was a concept that not everybody understood. But, yeah, um, I don't want to talk too much about it because I feel like it's a... But it's so good because it just showed me more Star Wars. That's a short statement about it i'm, I'm excited yeah, i can't it. wait to see more i'm excited for it the extremely oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ea that's, that's and respawn knocked it out of the excited. park I'm for all of them, basically. yeah they knocked the first one out of the park so i complete trust in them in the next one um and i want to see it go darker because it's i want to oh, see yeah, it go absolutely. really I mean, dark we all want to see it go um, we want to see it go heavier if you yeah see yeah heavier darker, that's the word yeah if you want to see whatever heavier yeah. that's yeah, the yeah, word heavier like more 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 yes. more drama more Yes, because we, we've stuff. got the characters established now. Now let's see where we can take them from there. After we've established, are them, you okay with on. it staying linear? Are you okay with this uh, one staying linear? You mean kind of the, you talking about the same way the first one was? How the, you go to this planet? Yeah, go to that planet. yeah like I'm okay with that. It worked. It, it's it. it's yeah. one of those things where if it's not broken, don't fix it. And I didn't see anybody complaining about it. So yeah. if it's not broken, yeah, don't yeah, fix it. Keep yeah. doing the same. No, now don't just take the first game and just basically change the missions and new skins and then send it. Out. Don't do that. Make it you know a, a that's new what experience. I'm about. Yeah, that's, um, that's kind of. Because that's, that's, that's kind of indirectly what I'm that's, saying. Like, yeah. That's what I think they're going to do. That that they Call of Duty does that, and it pisses me off. Yeah, uh, and, and I think Call of Duty is the best example of because, that. Because I mean, it's just a team, right? It's yeah. just going to be a team of the guys that did the first Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, guys, do a second one. You know what I mean? So they're going to do it a little bit better, but they're going to do a second one. That's what I think is going to happen. But I, I still want it. But I mean, <laughs> I'm hoping yeah. that the first one was not lightning in a bottle. I'm hoping that mm-hmm. lightning can strike twice and they can come up with a second game where we are craving a third one, you know? And, mm-hmm. and if we, if, if, if they leave us with a second game that is just has everybody begging and craving for a third one, they did it right. They, they, they did their job. So I'm excited for it. I, I can't wait. And you know, as soon as the titles announced which is the first thing they're going to reveal for this, as soon as the titles announced, everybody's going to be a cool title. Well, yeah. Some, so something to get you dragged back to it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited for it. Uh, the second game EA is working on is an untitled first-person shooter, which they didn't say a whole lot about. Um, the The article on StarWars.com says, Working with Lucasfilm Games on a new first-person shooter in the Star Wars galaxy is a dream come true. Uh, this is a story I've always wanted to tell, said Hirschman, which Hirschman, I guess, is uh, higher one of the higher-ups at EA. Uh, he said, Previously worked as VP as uh, of development at LucasArts and was executive producer on the original Star Wars Battlefront games. It says on the original Star Wars Battlefront games. It doesn't say the the, mm. the 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 remakes, the newest, the updated ones we got. So i I can't help but wonder if this isn't Battlefront Three. 
I, I this is our prediction, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I I, I just because Battlefront Two, they already stopped. I don't want to say stop service on, but they stopped any updates on. Uh, it's it's basically I don't want to say dead in the water, but it it's basically it is what it is at this point. It's not getting any more updates, no content added, no characters added. So I can't help but wonder now that we've got the entire Skywalker saga, and now we've got High Republic coming into it, and we've got you know I, there's what if they are working on the biggest first person shooter, the biggest Battlefront that we've ever seen, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, I mean we've got now that we're we're three books into the High Republic proper trilogy now we've got starlight beacon we've got fighting the nihil we've got you know the great hyperspace disaster and all this stuff that was happening you know and, and these different battles with the nile why and, and the drengear they could just expand so so hugely on star wars battlefront at this point um i'd love to see it i really would i i, I but i'm worried if they do it's going to be like that copy and paste thing we were talking about because the first one i'm sorry the second one already had basically mm-hmm. all the time periods in it all the main characters you could play as, and you, if you do a new one, you're basically just taking that, copying, pasting, maybe put a new campaign in it, a, a, introduce a new set of characters instead of Inferno Squad, have a new set of characters for a campaign, and then maybe add a High Republic to it. But I'm almost, I'm almost balls to bone, uh, convinced that this is Battlefront Three. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I, I do think the same. I mean, my. Um my issue with it is is exactly as you said like i'm worried that it might be a little bit repetitive um it's probably going to be like just newer graphics newer technology things like that right but, updated um, for i'm really current gen yeah um i am excited for them installing new campaigns though and what i'm really excited for them to do have you seen a game called um uh, anthem yes so, um, my anthem. buddy kyle got me to get anthem yeah. yes Exactly. So the thing about Anthem, um, it's really close to Destiny. If anybody listening hasn't been, hasn't it's Destiny with Iron Man suits. Exactly. And the thing about that is, there's a lot of cool drop-in, oh yeah, battles and drop-in story modes. So I mean, they're really short story modes just to get you into a sort of mission. Drop-in campaigns where you can do a multiplayer, it's just a sort of mini narrative, and then you guys play the hell out of a certain level. I'm really looking forward to that for Star Wars. So if we can get that, where we sort of drop in, oh my goodness, if we can formulate our own teams where I'm a Mandalorian, another guy's another bounty oh, hunter, someone else is like yeah. uh, like a Republic, you know, sort of thing. Another different guy's classes like a of, yeah. So, yeah, different classes, different ideas, different things. And then you mash them together into one team and we drop into a different planet. We've got like a Sarlacc we're like taking down or we've got like something. Holy crap, guys. If we do that, we're in. We're in it. We're in it. That's it, right? Isn't that what we want to see from a, from, from a, from a huge multiplayer shooter? Because honestly, I, by the way, uh, I am f- f- full disclosure here. I am not uh, uh, an online gamer. I much prefer campaign story games, uh, you know yeah. I'm, I'm the kind of guy to much before to, to much prefer a book to going out and talk to my friends yeah <laughs> so in the, the same way is, yeah. right that i much prefer having like a storyline talking to it uh, and fleshing it out you know back and forth hitting it back and forth um if i'm to like have a game with like online and multiplayer and stuff i don't want to be subjected to like depending on other people in the games however if i'm gonna be you know I, obviously i do it still but if I'm going to be really, really subjected to it and trying to flesh it out, I'd much rather have a universe where I can have so many different like 
possibilities right and choosing different classes and trying out different characters right that would be really cool i'm not going into too much about it because we're still speculating right we haven't oh yeah much about it yeah i remember when which assassin's creed game was it uh i think it was unity when they did the four-player co-op Oh right, yeah, Unity. Uh, that was yeah. the first real we, Assassin's Creed game with with, with multiplayer. Yeah, we. I had a couple of buddies that we got together on that, and we ended up. Uh, excuse my language. We were fucking shit up. <laughs> I mean, we were because we as as four assassins, you could really work together, and you oh, you, yeah. you do this, you do this, you do that, and, and it just. We were. I mean, we were unstoppable. It was so much fun to be able to do something like that. Everybody has a different job. Everybody does their job, you know. Here, yeah. okay, here's a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't talk it's about like one of you could disguise themselves. The other one yeah. could sneak. The other one could be the brute. The other one could be yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna bring up a game, and it's gonna be sacrilege to bring it up on a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> no, no, go for it. Here we go. Uh, so Star Trek has got a game called Bridge. Right. I know, right? It's it's got a game called Bridge Bridge Crew or something like that. Uh, but it's a VR mm-hmm. game where one person's a captain, one's on helm, one's on like weapons or whatever. One's on communications, and you all have your own job to do, and you all work together to do these these different missions and these battles and whatnot. And you and you have to follow your orders. You do what you're told. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so you actually have mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm, actually a right. crew. Uh, I would love to see that kind of teamwork come into a Star Wars game. You know, be a crew of bounty hunters where each bounty hunter's got a different skill. You know, like when, anytime you see all these bounty hunters get together and you see, um. Uh, what was his name? Embo from Clone Wars. I think his name was Embo, the guy with the mm-hmm. big round rimmed hat. Not Cad Bane. Obviously, Cad Bane could be there too. No, but, no, no, but, not Cad Bane. Obviously, but yeah. Embo. I, I, I remember right. I think that was his name. Uh, but it was he used his hat Imagine basically as like a Captain America. Cad shield. Bane. If I if I was Cad Bane and you were Mando and somebody else was Boba Fett. Oh yeah, we were just ring. We had a Fennec Shand. Oh, yeah, like it would just. Oh, could, fourth was a and then you could add in Bosk and Zuckus and Forlom and and IGA Orlando. Oh, yeah, like you could add all these different characters, and you could really it's so cool to be a droid. By the way, yeah, like oh yeah, you could have yeah, a robust yeah. kind of crew where you know you each had different jobs that you had to do, and then get out. You do go in, do your portion, get out, and and you had to rely on the team. You know, I would love to see that brought to Star Wars, um, and we'll and we'll 100%. see. We'll see, but we need to do an episode where we think about Star Wars from the Trekkie's perspective. We need to bring in Stephen Hall because he's <laughs> oh such a Trekkie God. guy as well. Yeah, I'm sure so many of our listeners have been both Trekkies and Star Wars fans. We need to do this one. Oh no, that's a good idea. We could. Oh, we're gonna start a war. <laughs> we are gonna start. You ever seen the movie Fanboys? Not. Oh yeah. I have, okay, <laughs> dude. I just showed uh, my father-in-law fanboys for the first time uh, a handful of weeks ago <laughs> and i i forgot how much fun that movie was and, and you know i was thinking too uh we're, we're gonna talk about book of boba fett here in a little bit but um the fact that danny trejo is in star wars now and he was in yeah. fanboys so we have a new fanboys cameo for star wars <laughs> i didn't think because danny he, danny trejo was the one that gave him the peyote in the in the film so uh he's he's in star wars now so it's an it's another another little cameo but anyway yeah, we we've got an untitled uh, first person shooter coming. Uh, I'm excited to see what it's going to be. I'm excited about all these, but this next one I'm a little indifferent about. I'm not real big on strategy games, and I'm wondering if this is going to be an RTS. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's a it's a real time strategy game. Uh, maybe, strategy. maybe not all of y'all are as heavy nerd as we are, but um, 
Yeah, I'm wondering if this is going to be a, an RTS. It might be compared to, like, the easiest one off the bat to compare an RTS to is um, Age of Empires um, or World of Warcraft or something like that. Yeah, but I know World of Warcraft Star Wars, we used thing. To, it's more of MMORPG. So. There was a Star Wars one called Galactic Battlegrounds. Yeah. Um, that I just, uh, hang on, I'm going to look up and see if EA's ever done an RTS. I don't think they have. Oh yeah, no. Actually, the, um, the 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 lovely scenario for this Star Wars game strategy might be based off of Civilization. Oh, it might be a turn-based. It might be, yeah. It might that be because be cool. the director apparently was someone who worked on Civ Six. Oh, I guess Command and Conquer uh, was EA. I guess I yeah, didn't yeah, I exactly. forgot about Command that. Command and Conquer yeah. was EA. Yeah, Command and Conquer is RTS. It, it is real-time strategy, and um, in all cases, I'm a huge strategy fan. Like, I, oh, all of the Total War games. I don't play Warhammer so much. I know everybody's been getting into Warhammer lately, especially since Henry Cavill came out and was like, "Oh, I play Warhammer and stuff." But um, <laughs> yeah, we're all I, hoping I, to run into him. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love all the Total War series, like Medieval Two or Rome, Rome Two. I am, I am a Roman history fiend. Like, if anybody just wants to talk oh, to yeah. me just about that on Discord, I am willing to just open the channel specifically <laughs> for history and come visit me in Egypt, guys. You will have no idea. Like, you'll, I'll, I'll, I'll take you around everywhere for free. We're, like, I just we're going that. to one of these days. Me and Kirsty are going to oh, make it out we, there one of these days. Oh, we need to get, yeah. we need to get eleven thirty eight productions uh, That'd over be here. Awesome. To That'd be oh, absolutely man. awesome. Yeah. We, no, we will. We will. We will. 100%. We need to. Uh, one of these days. But one yeah, of these so, days, yeah. Um, all, you know, the in terms of strategy games, I'm, I'm up there. Like, I just love them. Love them absolutely to death. So I can't wait to see what Star Wars is cooked up. If it's base building, if it's anything remotely in terms of, like, building up, like, rosters and factions mm -hmm. and, and stuff, even it, whether it's an RTS, whether it's turn-based, the whole fleshing out and creating... Uh, I'm pretty sure what Star Wars might decide to do, what Lucasfilm might decide to do here, is create something which is basic, not not in detail, not advanced, nothing, and then create an open source file so that everybody can go in and mod the hell out of it. If they do that, then they're basically creating what Elder Scrolls did, because Elder Scrolls really, I know it's not an, a strategy game, Elder Scrolls, but still, what Elder Scrolls did was sort of create a base game so that everybody else can mod the hell out of it. And that's what keeps people coming in for it 10 years later. Even though it's a huge, huge world, that's what potentially Lucasfilm can do with this game. Strategy game, which can be completely modded and edited and so on, without talking too much, because we're still speculating at this point. So we can talk endless stories about it. I, I'm i not real big on RTSs. I did play Galactic Battlegrounds a lot when I was back when mm -hmm. I was a teenager. I, yeah. I, I played, I, I wore my disc out. Um, yeah, everybody finds their strategy niche, sort of. Thing, yeah, because it's it, that's how it hits you, right? As a teenager, sort yeah. of growing up, that, that, that's what it hit us, at least. Yeah, well, because I started with StarCraft, and I was like, okay, I can kind of get into StarCraft, and then I found Galactic Battlegrounds. And I was like, yeah, no, screw everything else. <laughs> I was like, I'm playing this, <laughs> um, but because uh, it was right when God, what year was it? Was that when episode? No, no. Okay, so it was when Episode One came out, but there was an uh, expansion for it for Episode Two with the Clone War. So that should tell you it came out mm, between right, I think it was like right, two thousand, right, right. two thousand one, something like that. Um, but anyway, I'm hoping this has a good canon story with it too. I'm hoping because you know, look, oh yeah, look, look at something like Halo Wars. Halo Wars had a really cool story to it, and it was an RTS. And I'm I'm really hoping that they can. They um, can... I had a friend wish that they could do Halo Wars. But uh, if it was Clone Wars based, yes, 
like an yes. RTS Clone Wars with like stormtroopers, yes. and then you've got Jedi heroes and stuff, and and, and like droids. Like you can set up like certain um, uh, like droid battalions and stuff for mm-hmm. yourself, or like depending on obviously what side you're playing. Uh, that would be amazing, honestly, because it's such a cool concept. And you can have like Grievous, you can have like different oh buttons. yeah, oh, crap. oh god, and, yeah, and, yeah, that would be really, and if they're really, smart, really cool. and if they're smart, they'll release this on console also, and not just PC. Um, oh yeah, no, no, because I mean, Halo War, yeah, PC. there's, there's, I guess, like I said, I'm not real big on RTS. Is, is, are there? Do most real time strategies release on console now too? Um, not most, but some, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but some of them are because um, they'll they'll do the basic controls and they do like um, sort of thing where you know, like you have um, adaptive touch on your phone and stuff for your game. So you'll have like a game which is like PC or a console, then you can have it on your phone, like a mobile version. So they'll do the same. Any PC game which is like an RTS, they'll do a version which is for console as well. So oh, they'll still okay. have all the characters in the roster. But they just stuff. port they it. They may basically. not be as fleshed out, but they'll do it. Yeah. They just they just basically poured it. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah, I'm hoping that this ends up being something that even I find fun. Um, because I yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I'm just I'm a little indifferent uh, with the RTS aspect of it, but I get why they're doing it because there's some people out there that just they're 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 I don't want to say pandering, but they're they're um they're 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 looking at different audiences. That they can reach out to and RTS. There's there's a bunch of people that just not play nothing but RTSs. So why not make something that you can market towards them as well? So I'm looking forward Happy. to it. I I'm looking forward to all these. I can't believe I live in a time where I get to look forward to seven Star Wars games at once. Seven, seven Star Wars games at once. That, that will <laughs> hopefully all be you know all the stories will be canon. We're looking at High Republic. We're looking at Knights of the Old Republic. Um. Part of me is still hoping that they come out and say, yeah, now that Knights of the Old Republic remake is out, it's canon. I'm hoping to God, because this is their opportunity to do it. It's it's either shit or get off the pot. They This is their opportunity to either say, yes, yeah. it's canon or no, it's not. So uh, I'm looking forward to all these, and as the years go, we are going to do playthroughs of every single one of these. I guarantee it. 100%ing all of them. Can't wait. So <laughs> that yeah. that's the video game news for the uh, for the week. Let's get into some mailbag questions, man. We got three of them this week. Uh, last week, really we, good ones too. Oh yeah, they're really good ones. Last week, when uh, the podcast returned, I let you guys know you could send in mailbag questions to uh, Star Wars Canon Podcast at gmail dot com. You guys didn't which disappoint. we love, which we absolutely love. Oh yeah, absolutely I, I love. Mailbag. We love hearing from you guys absolutely, and uh, we we kind of filed through. We picked out uh, a few really good ones and decided to include them on the show. So let's get into this, shall we? Uh, first question this week comes from Leslie Schroeder and Leslie says, Hey Brian, welcome back. It's so good to have you back on the podcast. Uh, my sister and I were wondering if you thought maybe someday we'd get a project from Lucasfilm that was mainly women involved from the cast to the crew, everything. And is this something you'd want to see? Thank you for keeping the star Wars fandom positive. Thanks for the kind words, Leslie. Uh, yeah, this isn't something that I'm uh, against. This is something I, I, I think, if it's done right, it, it'll they can pull it off. Because there's already been moments uh, in Mandalorian where the, the season finale of two in Mandalorian, when Fennec and Bo-Katan and and you know yeah. when they stormed uh, uh, the the ship with the dark troopers on it, we didn't even realize because they were so badass. We didn't even realize until later on we're like, oh crap, that was that was a, like a girl power scene. 
you know, because it was done correctly. So if they can do it correctly and it doesn't come off kind of cringy the way like Avengers Endgame did, I I'm totally on board for something like this. What do you think, man? Oh yeah, yeah, completely, hundred percent, exactly as you said it. Like the fact that we have been getting badass women in Star Wars, so but we many. haven't, you know, they haven't been been spotlighted for a while. And I, I, we, we shared this a few days ago. Like somebody, uh, I think it was Nick actually, Nick Albers uh, uh, shared this a few days ago. Like we have been getting Ray, and somebody was like saying, "Oh, Ray is the first fleshed out female character." Uh, <laughs> Wrong. We've had Ahsoka since the 2000s. Harrison and we've Dula. had like many other, exactly. We've had like many, many characters as well as in the novels. So um, in terms of women characters in Star Wars and women empowerment, I, I have personally never felt like there was a lack of oh yeah girl power in Star Wars or, or women empowerment in Star Wars. And to the point where we don't care if it's a guy or girl, it's fine. Yeah, like no, as long as that's it's how cool Star Wars is about this. As long as it's good talent. You know, I'm, exactly. I mean, look yeah. at look at Mandalorian cuz we're getting ready to talk about Book of Boba Fett here in a minute. I haven't seen the yeah, newest episode yeah. of Boba Fett yet. I'm going to I'll watch it before this even airs, but uh, uh Bryce Dallas Howard directed this newest episode and she did, you know, a couple episodes of Mandalorian. They were some of the best episodes. Exactly. You know, and it I I don't want talent chosen only because of what somebody has between their legs. I don't I don't want that but you find 100%. good talent well said. Well said. and you well and you utilize that good talent you know no matter what gender they are that doesn't matter I would love I'm on board for it you find good talent across the board I will watch it um cuz you do um, a project it, like that it could end up being the greatest Star Wars film ever Exactly and I think that Star Wars oriented material it won't necessarily be in such a way where it's specifically all female all throughout the story right because guess what as you just said we've had episodes we've had snippets we've had focuses where they've been all female characters that have done it and we can still do it in the future and star wars uh, lucasfilm in particular is not the kind to like focus its light on just female characters but it might happen because we are hopefully getting an ahsoka series and um, yeah. um, we've had many yeah so that can happen where you've got multiple episodes where it's just um, female characters and um, the the short answer to this is yeah we will probably get all female narrative in Star Wars in the near future that's the short answer we already have amazing female heroines and uh, really cool female baddies as well I mean that was clear yeah exactly um, but yeah a really great question by the way I thought so yeah no I'm it's it's I'm on board with it I really am um but like I said, I just don't want talent chosen just based off of gender or, you know, and it goes further than gender too. skin color. You don't have to make oh, it a point to go yeah. out of your way. You know what I'm saying? To, to, that's so beautiful to make about a statement Star Wars is that, you know, all the yeah. races and all the colors and all the people and they're still part of the it's, same. It's planet all so inclusive. Slash yeah. Slash narrative. Slash, yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. it, I love it. So uh, thanks for the question, Leslie. I hope we answered it uh, for you. So uh, thank you for sending that in. Uh, the second question this week comes from Andrew Fleming, and Andrew says, Glad to see you posting again, Brian and crew. I always look forward to your videos and content and loved your ranking video this year. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, since you're back, I was hoping you could give your thoughts on the book of Boba Fett so far. I've seen the fan base a little split. May the force be with you. Uh, thanks for the question, Andrew. Uh, like I said, I haven't watched the newest episode yet. Uh, what was it? Episode 5? Chapter 5? 
Yeah, uh, it was five. Lit. But I've watched up to chapter four, and and I'm I'm enjoying the the crap out of it so far. I wasn't really enthralled with episode three, chapter three. Uh, I think that was the weakest one so far, the weakest episode. But other than that, I'm episode chapter four just completely uh, mm-hmm. turned it turned it made up for episode three for me. Um, and and how uh, and, and we're gonna openly talk about it so far, just because it's 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 a week out already. But you know, Boba made the comment to Finnick how he was like, "Aren't you tired of working for people?" That are just trying to get you killed and they don't care about you. And then 10 minutes later, he's trying to drive the slave one into the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> like, like it's, 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 it was funny. But I'm, I'm really enjoying this series so far. Uh, I think the flashbacks are basically done at this point. I could be wrong. I haven't seen the newest episode. But um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's not exactly what I was expecting, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but I'm, I'm digging it. What do you think, man? I mean, the short answer to Andrew Fleming's question is um, you got to wait till the season ends. Yeah. Because uh, Boba Fett is run in such a way where if if you guys go back to remember how you felt when Mando came out, when Mandalorian came out, we didn't entirely know what to think about it until the season ended. Right. Uh, you saw different episodes do different things. And Mandalorian in particular was a sort of thing where, okay, we got to draw in the viewership somehow. Right. So this is not the same scenario. Boba Fett is trying to be its own thing, and um, in the latest episode, I won't I won't spoil anything. I'll just say it's trying to build up the next coming episodes. So the thing is, right, that you have to just keep watching. Right. And um, I felt the same. Uh, so there's been many many comments about Boba Fett. One of them was, for example, like I came here to watch Star Wars, not Cyberpunk. You know, so <laughs> many. There's so much negativity about it, but there's always so, also so much positivity about it. Like. The, the backstory, we we do get a backstory about Boba Fett. How did he get out of the Sarlacc pit? What happened? Which is something I and, always wanted to know. And that is pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fleshed out as well. Like oh, the yeah. whole process he does after he gets out of the pit. And it's pretty interesting as well. We get to see one of the very uh, incredible characters like or, or factions like uh, the Sand People. You know how, how do we see them? What goes on? Are they inspired by a certain thing in real life? Are they not? What goes on? In, behind their sort of shroud of mistiness or, or, or question marks, whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, you, you've, you've got a lot to look at in Boba Fett, but what, what we want to see is how it ends and how it builds onto whether it's merging with Mandalorian, whether it isn't, because everybody thought it would. And we're still sort of seeing how it's going to do that. Um, yeah, that's, the short answer is just wait until the season ends and see what the story does. Not just for Star Wars in, on a whole. Actually, I don't care about Star Wars on the whole in terms of both of it. I want to see what it does for him. I want to see what it does for this character. Because we don't know what's going on in between, you know, the end of the Empire and then Episode 7. This is all new territory. Yeah, it is. There's not a lot of canon material there to cover it either. Ab- exactly. There's absolutely zero, you know, it's it's all still being built up. We don't know what Luke did. We don't know what where where, where Grogu goes. We don't know how Mando goes. We don't know what the planet of Mandalore does. We don't know what Boba Fett ends up doing. We don't know any of this. So we've still got a lot of ground here, which we can cover. Uh, you know, it, it is mixed. I'm not going to say anything about it that's negative per se. I'm just going to say, guess what? Like, there, Star Wars is introdu- Lucasfilm is introducing stuff that Star Wars can potentially use in the future. You know, cyberpunk stuff. Sure, right. They're planting seeds here and there. 
exactly that, that could and grow none of it is negative you know you plant seeds and you never know when you might need to call back to them in the future right uh, I might not like them, but the character was pretty cool. Right. Well, well nobody liked Ahsoka when they first started either, when she first was oh, introduced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you look at what happened yeah. with her. Um, but what I like the most about this series and, and what they're doing with the character of Boba Fett is he was, in Return of the Jedi, he was just bounty hunter, out for himself. And we've seen Boba, you know, in Clone Wars as a young kid, you know, and, and he really had the same attitude all the way through, basically. You know, it's a job, it's a code of honor. Even in the comics, you know, he he he's kind of, I don't want to say an anti-hero because he's not really a hero, but he's not he's he works for whoever pays the highest. And when you get to a point where he almost died in the Sarlacc, um straight up mercenary, yeah. And and and, and he escapes, yeah, he's gonna have a new lease on life. You know, he's gonna he's gonna mm. have a new and, and his time with the Tuscan Raiders has really opened his eyes to what's going on on Tatooine, these different crime syndicates, the way they're acting, you know, the way they're behaving, the way they're terrorizing people. And it's it's what made him want to step up and take over Jabba's place. And, or I'm sorry, Bib Fortuna's place. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and it, it, everybody's like, well, this isn't the Boba Fett from the classic trilogy. You are absolutely right. This is not the Boba Fett from the classic trilogy. <laughs> this is a Boba Fett that has seen some shit and has had his, head kind of turned around like oh crap i almost got myself killed doing what i was doing i need to do something different you know and, and kind of change course a little bit which is it it's a, it's a huge character development for boba fett you know as as a character he goes from just doing these jobs for the money to actually trying to better mas espa you know and rule with yep. respect instead of fear so i'm i'm loving it i don't see anything wrong with uh the the arc they're taking Boba Fett in the character. I'm, I'm I'm really loving it. And actually, Fennec Shand is becoming a character that Fennec I'm really, is really, really cool. liking. Fennec yeah, is really, really um, cool. Yeah. There there was one moment in the first episode where I was just like, what the? When they first get attacked, and there's those guys with the laser shield standing around them, and they're they're trying to right. fight. And, and finally, the guy jumps up on the wall, and Boba like unalives him with a missile and just turns him to red mist. And then the very <laughs> next thing out of his mouth is Fennec alive. alive. Well, you, you just like unalived that guy he's not breathing anymore he doesn't exist anymore <laughs> like he is a cloud going that way he, there's delete nothing it. left delete yeah, it. yeah that's right control alt delete he is gone and it, i thought it was funny and then when he told finnick are you tired of working for people who are just trying to get you killed and then 10 minutes later he's flying the slave one into the sarlacc <laughs> it's like what the hell so but it's i'm enjoying it i'm really liking it so far i can't wait to we got what five six i think there's seven episodes in this series um so we have two more episodes i have three but there's two more episodes to be released and i don't i don't remember who it was but uh somebody it might have been uh i can never remember her name but the actress that plays fennec i think she came out and said once the last episode comes out you're gonna have an entirely new outlook on the series so i'm yeah. excited to see where it's gonna go and dave filoni directed the next episode he directed nice. episode six, so I I'm excited to see what what they're gonna do with it. I'm I'm hoping, you know, after we were uh, we were in our chat the other day, and after uh, I don't remember who it was, JG I think I think JG's the one that brought up Cad Bane, and I'm like I swear to God, <laughs> if, if Cad Bane pops up in this <laughs> series, I'm going to crap. literally die. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna squeal, because <laughs> um, I almost already lost my mind when Black Crescenton showed up. And I was just like, oh, my God. Because when he first walked, I was watching that episode with my father-in-law. And 
it showed him from behind first, and it showed all the like the ponytails going down his back and stuff. And as soon as I saw the ponytails, I'm like, no, 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 it's not. There's no way they just brought Black Santa in. And yeah, yeah sure yeah, enough, yeah, they yeah. did. And his entrance as well, like his whole presence. Yes. Was so cool. Oh yeah, especially he's got in the presence. last episode, in episode four. Well, not the last episode, but episode four. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, when he's so ripping cool. the Trandoshan arm off. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah, he was in, sitting in, there drinking, and he's looking over at the Trandoshans, and I'm like, oh, this is not going and to he's end just well. Pissed off. He's just yeah. Like, you guys are taking me. And, and you got to remember the Trandoshans hunt Wookies also. They're they're slavers and they're and they hunt Wookies and yeah. so I'm like and then when he saw the Gamorians in Jabba's palace in Episode three and he just like forgets about everybody else and attacks the Gamorians it makes total sense because they're slavers you know what I mean and, yeah. and and he's got it out for them and so the longer he sat there and drank well, if anybody's that, watching any if anybody watched that episode and thought this was a pointless thing where we just saw some Wookie get angry at some people and this was just a chance to use them no 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 this was this was the chance to see some Star Wars lore, some backed up stuff. Some payoff. You know, very important. Exactly, exactly. If you are a fan of Wookiees, as I am, I fucking love Wookiees. They're like my spirit animal or race. Like oh, if yeah. I was in Star Wars, I'd be a Wookiee, hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I am six five. I'm big. I'm Egyptian. I'm hairy. <laughs> I, I, I am a Wookiee, straight like balls to bone. I'm a Wookiee. Like I'm gonna use your phrase here, bro. Like, I'm a Wookiee. <laughs> you owe me a quarter. So, <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I don't care if I pay you a dollar. It's fine. The thing is, right? <laughs> this is. The, if you see, if you actually care about certain characters, and you then look at a certain species of that character and what goes on, and then you look at uh, how this plays out, it's actually playing into Star Star Wars lore, and it's only barely a few minutes where he kicks the shit out of certain, certain characters. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's just cool, even if it's a side thing. Uh, yeah, Boba Fett is basically not only is the chance to flesh out some more Star Warsy stuff, but it's also giving us the chance to see, oh, look at that piece of insight, which, as a Star Wars fan, I loved to, to watch. That's, you know why, I mean? that's why I'm getting excited and thinking that maybe, just maybe, I'll see Cad Bane pop up. Because, remember in Mandalorian, season one, I think it was the fifth episode, when Fennec gets shot in the gut, and you just see the feet walk up to her in the desert, and it never explained right, her Yeah, 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 okay. that, that bit basically in the first where, season. you know... And now uh, you know it was... We, we, everybody was speculating. Yeah. Who this was, did anybody... Oh, by the way, I want to go back and see who of us... I think somebody of us actually predicted that that might have been Boba Fett. I think, yeah. <laughs> well, they, they had the spur sound effect with his stepping, too. Because yeah, he still had the same so, boots. We gotta, there I was, has to be some sort of reward or prize. There, yeah, I was, I was. And it's not me because I was saying Cad Bane and I was screaming oh, Cad Bane. I was like, either, please, I, God. I, I just thought it was some slaver or something. Like, yeah. I thought Phoenix Chen would come back. Just not, I had no idea who the, who the hell that character was going to be. Right. But yeah. And then um, even seeing whoever, that in one of the episodes of Boba Fett, that flashback, that exact exactly, scene, that was kind of nice. Right? In, and, in episode four, in episode yeah. four, and we saw Fennec basically, oh, another piece, another little uh, tidbit, you know, in the Star Wars world, when you get basically um, turned, in, when you have this operation where you get turned into a sort of half person, half droid, or like, like, like you get mecked. <laughs> Mech. thing, modded. You get, you get modded. Yeah, you get modded. Yeah, you get these add-ons. I, I do that even without getting shot. Like, I totally get, <laughs> like, whatever. I, I, like, remove my lungs and have, like, respiratory system so I can survive space. I do this thing where I'd, like, maybe have, like, a built-in jetpack in the back or, like, a... You, you would end up being Count Vidian. ...left arm or something. Because yeah. I'm, I'm kind of... A, I'm, I'm a lefty anyway. So, like, my right arm is my strong arm, but I write with my left hand. So I'd be like, yeah, I'm, like, an Inspector Gadget left arm. Sort of <laughs> <thing."> but, yeah. <laughs> no, I... Yeah, yeah the, I, you was, know, it's... Was, 
as we, we weird as the <laughs> as weird as the cyberpunk part of it is, I get where they're going yeah. with it. And, and there's obviously yeah, there's got to be gangs out there in Star Wars that are like that. Um, yeah. But every time you see a new gang, like when he took Fennec in Episode Four to the one in Mos Eisley, to that version of the gang in Mos Eisley, and you see the girl turn and her pupils are like glowing red, and you're just like, "Holy shit, that looks right, cool!" Right, right. You know. Yeah, and then right. when they're working on her and they, the music they picked, I was like, "Yeah, this is totally some cyberpunk. This is like a Mass Effect yeah, if you're, club if you're music." This and you don't yeah. understand why this belongs in this episode. No, no, you, you, you've got it makes wrong. sense. Like, you yeah, totally understand. You totally un- you have to see why this belongs here. Right. Perhaps you don't like it. Perhaps you don't see it the same way. And the British accents are totally like yeah, they're like the well, modern. They're British, called they're like, called Corsanti yeah, accents. Like, sort of accents. Like, on this, mate, yeah, it's it's kind of out of place. Yeah. I know, but well, I, they, I do see why it's there. They say the British accent in Star Wars is a Corsant accent. Is what they oh. is what they call it. Okay. Um, at least that's what they used to call it in some of the old novels. Uh, I think in the EU novels, I'm not entirely sure if they still. I didn't know that at all. That yeah, they they called it Corsanti, because um, I don't remember which book it was I read. But they were talking about Obi Wan Kenobi, and he had a Corsanti accent, and he kind of had that, you know, that. that Obi Wan is British. I guess I didn't know that, but anyway, no, I think I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, Book of yeah, Boba Fett. I'm excited uh, to see where it's going to end. I think it's going to be a great addition. Completely to, same. To Star Wars canon, and you know, and like I said, it answers questions that a lot of us had: how he got out of the star, like whether or not he even survived. Because um, I remember when Battlefront came out, there was one little thing that came out where everybody's like, "Oh my God, does that mean he's alive?" And when you fly Boba over the star, like he's like, "No, not this time." And he goes flying a little bit higher, and they're like, "Wait, what does that mean?" Like everybody was clinging <laughs> on to every little yeah. thing they could to find out whether or not he survived, and then to have this kind of tie in with the aftermath novels too, with the interludes with Cobb Vanth. Uh, Cobb Vanth um, from season two of Mandalorian. He's in some of the interludes of Aftermath. Uh, that's where his character came from. So it was really cool to kind of see it all crossing over like that. I'm going through Aftermath now. It's so cool. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I adore the Aftermath so trilogy. Cool. So when you get to those interludes. Uh, this is my first time going through it. When you, when you get to those interludes. The yeah. So. There's there's interludes in the in each of those books. I think there's one chapter in each one that goes back to Cobb Vanth and how he got the armor, how he was right, using right, it, and right. stuff like that. So. Uh, yeah, it was a really cool tie-in, but I'm loving Book of Boba Fett. I'm really excited. Obviously, it's not my, it's not the one I was looking to the mo- uh, forward to the most. We're going to talk here in a little bit about the one I'm looking forward to the most. But uh, yeah, that that so far I'm digging it, and I can't wait to see where it goes. So thanks for the question, Andrew. Do appreciate it. Uh, and the last yeah, you question sent us down a real rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Uh, and the last question this week comes from Cody Wallace, and Cody says, I was trying to tell a buddy how much Star Wars content is coming out this year, and I don't think I got nearly all of it. Would you be willing to give a rundown of all the novels and shows coming out this year that have been announced so far, possibly the release dates, and possibly the release dates? And which thing are you looking forward to the most, novel and TV show? Love your content. Thanks, Cody, for the question. Uh, yeah, I put together uh, a quick list just of what they've announced so far uh, and, and the release dates. And and what we've got announced so far only goes up till June. So you know there's going to be more coming out yeah. later on. Yeah. We've only got the first half of the, the year taken up for, for novels so far. So um, I went ahead and added The Fallen Star. It's the first one. It came out January 4th this year, uh, High Republic Fallen Star. I'm in the middle of that one right now. I've actually sat down and read the first half of it in a day. I can't stop. I love that book so far. Oh wow! I'm a cool. I'm adoring this book. Oh yes, yes, I absolutely. I already did the ranking video for 2021, and I'm there's a real big there's a real good shot. Lost Stars could get dethroned. 
There's a there's Whoa. a serious there's a serious possibility that it could get dethroned after six years. So, um, the High Republic, the Fallen Star, came out on January fourth. The High Republic Midnight Horizon, which is set for release on February first, is a young adult novel set to. Or it's it's going to kind of complement the the Fallen Star. Uh, March first has got Mission to Disaster. It's a young reader. It's a High Republic book. Also, April fifth is one I'm really looking forward to. It's the Final book in the Queen's Trilogy by E.K. Johnson, Queen's Hope. Uh, then on May 10th, we've got Star Wars Brotherhood, which is an Anakin and Obi-Wan novel. Uh, Can't June, wait to read that. Yeah, oh, yeah, that one's going to be huge. Uh, June 7th is Stories of the Jedi and Sith, which is going to be a short story anthology. Uh, and then on June 28th, we've got Shadow of the Sith so far. That's the last one they've announced, which I think there's a possibility Shadow of the Sith could be one of the biggest novels we've had. Uh, in a long time, because Shadow this of the Sith is really important. Because yes. I, I, personally, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm a huge like I, I love the dark side in Star Wars. It's probably my genuinely my personal favorite thing about Star Wars. The oh, dark yeah. side, yeah. well, the Force in general, but I the what specifically about the Force, the dark side, and I I want to see what that's about. Yeah, because I'm really excited um, for. Well, hang on, well, let me pull a show up the that's supposed to come out. Let me pull yeah. up the synopsis for you because they did say what that book is. Um, about hey let me read the official synopsis for you um because this is one that i am really uh this is one i think this is going to be a big deal um in the star wars canon because because of what this story is um mm-hmm. let me go i'll just read the actual synopsis for you uh this this is one as soon as they announced it i'm like this is my number one anticipated book this year um it says Luke Skywalker and Lando Calrissian return in the in this essential novel set between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. The Empire's dead nearly two decades after the Battle of Endor. The tattered remnants of Palpatine's forces have fled to the furthest reaches of the galaxy. But for the heroes of the New Republic, danger and loss are ever-present companions, even in this newly forged era of peace. Jedi Master Luke Skywalker is haunted by visions of the dark side, foretelling an ominous secret growing somewhere in the depths of space on a dead world called Exegol. The disturbance in the Force is undeniable, and Luke's worst fears are confirmed when his old friend Lando Calrissian comes to him with ports of a new Sith menace. After Lando's daughter was stolen from his arms, he searched the stars for any trace of his lost child, but every new rumor leads only to dead ends and fading hopes until he crosses paths with Ochi of Bastoon, a Sith assassin tasked with kidnapping a young girl. Ochi's true motives remain shrouded to Luke and Lando, for on a junkyard moon, a mysterious envoy of the Sith Eternal has bequeathed a sacred blade to the assassin, promising that it will answer the questions that have haunted him since the Empire fell. In exchange, he must complete a final mission, return to Exegol with the key to the Sith's glorious rebirth, Rey, the granddaughter of Darth Sidious himself. As Ochi hunts Rey and her parents to the edge of the galaxy, Luke and Lando race into the mystery of the Sith's lingering shadow and aid a young family running for their lives. I have never been this excited for a novel. I want a thousand pages. Like, uh, yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I have. This is so much. I want to address each and every one of those statements. Yes, you just made in the synopsis. I holy this, crap, and it sucks that it's six months away. I literally six months from today. It, it, it's five months away. I have never been this excited for a novel, a Star Wars novel, in my life. I, this is a story that I think is going to be. This is an. They said this is an essential novel. I think they're right. I think this is going to be the biggest novel story in the novels, bar none. I can't wait. This is a story I've been wanting. Um, 
and to be able to bridge those two time periods, like, you know, kind of the classic trilogy and the the kind of the sequel trilogy and, things, and, and to yeah. see the story. We're going to yeah, get yeah, so yeah. many two answers. Jump out. Two things jump out when you just read that synopsis. The first thing was exactly what you said. So it's like bridging. It's working to bridge in between the phases, right, that Luke goes through and therefore that we go through. But the other thing is that obviously they're addressing certain things which may have been question marks, like the whole long-lost daughter of Lando Calrissian sort of thing. A few other things in there dropping in. But honestly, I am not upset with that. Like on the car, I want to see fleshed out characters. Obviously, these are characters that we love, so we want to see more of them. So that's a huge selling point. No, no, screw the selling point. You need to read into the narrative. The narrative here going into this story the fact that there's remnants of the Sith and there's a Sith assassin and you're going to Exegol? What? Yeah. And this is Ochi. This I want to see this. This is Ochi of Bastoon. This is who they were hunting down on Pasana and Rise of Skywalker. And they found his speeder in that blade. That's, right, that's the sacred right, blade they're right. talking about. Exactly. And, and, oh, that, and I do. And we don't have hardly any Luke Skywalker stuff in that time. We don't have any Luke Skywalker stuff in that time period. None. No, we no, have no, no, no idea I mean, what he was up to. We came back. I mean, when way, way back when we did our... Um, debate over our like trial of Skywalker, Luke, because this was my thing, right? That I I genuinely wanted to see more of Luke in this period. I'm finally getting it. I'm finally getting more and more of it, right? I, I can't wait to see Luke not just being challenged, but being being himself. Whether it's badass, whether it's calm, whether it's chill, whether it's whatever, I just want to see him. And this is a perfect chance to see him. Uh, yeah, this is this is going to be an insane novel. I, I <laughs> and, and you know what? If this book is because it's written by Adam Christopher, I've never read anything by Adam Christopher before. I, I don't know what his writing style is like. But oh, me neither. If no, no. this book is what I'm hoping it is, it could end up at the top of the ranking. I mean, it's it, 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 this is a story that I'm craving. Um, so to answer Cody's question, which one am I looking forward to the most out of the novels? Shadow of the Sith, the, bar none. This is bar none. Yeah, this is same. the absolute books, yeah, one that I'm this. that I'm looking forward to. So um, those are the novels that have been announced so far up until June 28th. Obviously, we've got a whole another half a year after that of novels that'll be coming out this year. Um, and, and there's probably going to be another wave of High Republic somewhere in the last half of the year, like there was last year. Probably pretty soon after that. It, it, Matter of fact, I'm going to call it now. After Shadow of the Sith, I'm betting the next novel that comes out is High Republic. So uh, nice. that that's the novels that we've know of so far. Television, uh, we've got the remainder of the Book of Boba Fett. We've got uh, Obi Wan yep. Kenobi, Andor, and the Bad Batch season two. Uh, and I and I'm having dreams of getting to watch Obi Wan Kenobi. I can't Absolutely. wait. I can't and we, wait. I think we we all of us. I think the whole world predicts that Obi Wan is most likely coming out May fourth. Isn't it? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I'm I'm almost willing to bet. You know what? There was a rumor though that it was coming out in March, um, because oh, here's okay. here's the reasoning for it. Uh, so you know Disney Plus does this show called Gallery, right? Where after oh yeah, Disney like, Gallery, yeah, like As after they did with the Mandalorian, right? right? After season one finished, they showed this Gallery episode on how they made it, right? Um, loved it, absolutely loved it. And there's a rumor going around that. Obi-Wan Kenobi gallery is slated for like the end of March. Uh, so there's a, there's speculation. I don't know how, how much weight there is to it, but there's speculation that they're going to drop it on us sometime in February and then finish it out in March and be like, surprise, here you go. Which Boba Fett ends in a couple weeks. So it would almost make sense to start another one right off the bat. I don't know. I'm still on the May 4th 
bandwagon. I'm still thinking because we because uh, if you look at the novels, Brotherhood comes out May 10th. That's an Anakin and Obi Wan novel. Oh wow! And yeah, so it makes more out. sense. It's come out in tandem with uh, with, with the with series. The yeah, so I'm I'm and it's an Anakin Obi Wan story. What is Obi Wan? It's an Anakin Obi Wan story. So I'm willing to bet that that's what that it's going to be May 4th. I think that's the general, which May 4th does fall on a Wednesday this year. That's, I mean, that's the day um, they released their, their shows on Disney plus is Wednesday. So I'm, I'm, is Andor supposed to come out this year? Yeah. Andor is slated for this End year. Of this year. Yes. Uh, a second half. And then bad batches for a season two is for spring. So and then Mando as well. Season three, end of this year, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Christmas. So I'm, I'm willing to bet bad batch season two will come out. And then Obi Wan, then Andor, and then we'll get Mando because I did hear rumors so also is, that this it's is be just a Christmas this thing. year. That's yeah. just this year, yeah. So every three months we're that, looking we at definitely, a new series. The only the only two other shows which we know have been confirmed are um, the Droid Story or a Droid Story, right? Um, Ahsoka and uh, oh no, Ahsoka. there's there's several other series that we've got a Lando series coming, a Lando series. Um, um, uh, the acolyte, which the I acolyte, which they said yeah. is going to be coming out next year. Yeah. Um. Hang on a second. Here, let me look. Uh. But those are the main ones. So everything we said. Up yeah, yeah. Now, they, they did cancel Rangers of the New Republic, which I'm kind of bummed about. And they also canceled uh, Squadrons. Squad the the Rogue Squadron movie. Yeah. Rogue Squadron. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Visions is getting a second season. Uh, Visions is getting a second Droid season, Story. Yeah. I think is going to be an animated film, which. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, all a film, not a series. yeah. Because okay. Anthony Daniels is doing uh, uh, motion capture right now for three PO, so I'm I'm betting that's what it's going to be. Yeah, we've got a Lando series coming, Obi Wan Kenobi, and the ones this year are Obi Wan Andor, Bad Batch, and the rest of Boba Fett. But what they've got lined up so far is Lando, Obi Wan, Andor, Visions season two, uh, Bad Batch season two, Droid Story, the the Acolyte, which is set in the waning days of the High Republic. Which lines up perfectly with Palpatine being a, a youngling, uh, and then the Ahsoka series. So, uh, it's there's there's a lot coming down the pipeline to to be excited about. I'm I don't know how excited I am about a Lando series. We'll see. I it's I don't know which Lando they're going with. I don't know if it's going to be young Lando with Danny Glover or if, or Danny Glover, Donald Glover. Jeez. Donald, Donald Glover, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Fine. yeah, and then um, <laughs> we got it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Danny Glover is going to play Lando. Yeah, I tell you what. Uh, but then, uh, or I don't know if it's going to be Billy D, or if it's going to be a combination of the two. You know, like Billy D sitting down and telling stories of when he was younger, and you see it flashback or whatever. I don't know. So, um, but out of all those, I'm looking forward to Obi Wan the most. The depth that story is going to bring um, this year, and see, to see Hayden Christensen come back as Anakin. To hopefully get some flashbacks to Clone Wars to see him in live action, I'm I'm gonna lose my mind. I think Obi Wan has potential to be one of the coolest and most anticipated pieces of Star Wars canon ever. Obi Wan has a huge potential to be so much closure. As well. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I I don't want to reduce it to just being that because it can be so much more. It can take the story further than we thought it, could. it ought to. Add it's depth to so, it. so, so important. And I, I honestly, I would hate to be the people working on Obi-Wan. Oh, my Obi God. Because the pressure on, yes. them, on them must, oh, my goodness me, the pressure must be crap, guys. Oh, like, my God. You've got so much on your shoulders right now. This is a pinnacle cornerstone of Star Wars right here. Yeah, and, and if you mess you this don't up, even that's realize the end it. of your career. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean 
but yeah, no, I'm 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 looking forward to all this. And you know, um, that like 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 Kathleen Kennedy said, this is going to be the rematch of the century because there's there's lines from Return of the Jedi that Vader said that can go back and kind of supplement this when he's talking to Luke and he and Luke's trying to turn him back to the light side and he says Obi Wan once thought as you did. Well, we never saw Obi Wan trying to turn Vader back. Yeah, we never in, saw exactly. In, in, we uh, just saw that four. final battle. And that was right. Like, he did try to convince him to come back at the end of three, but he didn't tell Anakin, they're still good in you. He was just saying, you're making the wrong decision. What are you doing? This isn't you. That's what he was saying. He never right. came out and said, they're still good in you. I sense the conflict. You know, I, and he never said any of that. And now we have the opportunity to get that. I'm, I, I just, I want it. I need it. I, if, if you could put Obi-Wan Kenobi in a syringe, I would inject it. I, I just, I, I, I cannot wait for that. That is, that, that is the best analogy to, I have yeah. ever heard. I, I cannot, I can't. And then I'm, and then I would need just daily doses of it to keep my, my fix going. So, uh, I hope that answers your question, Cody. Uh, that, and like I said, that's just what we know of so far. So, uh, I think that was the last one. Yeah, that does it for this episode. It went quick. What do we do? Like an hour and a half. That's a good time to do anything. Be all right. I mean, uh, I wish we could do it in less than that, but genuinely, there's so much to talk about. There's there's yeah. a lot to talk about, yeah. And, and the next few episodes are probably going to be about this long, trying to get caught up. But eventually, I think we're going to get back down to the hour mark. But we'll we'll see. Oh yeah, we've we've got a lot of we've got a lot of comment. Uh, sorry, uh, we've got a lot of content coming your way soon. You know, we're going to do some little bit, you know, uh, uh, snippets about some of our favorite lore. You know, going to do. Just a little bit of stuff about lightsaber is going to be stuff about you know, whatever it is. Any topics that you want to hear, please send them in. Yeah, please absolutely. Send them in. Brian and I would love to hear them. Absolutely. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. You got anything else to add, Usuf? Uh genuinely nothing. Not, nothing too. Um, nothing too important at this time. We're, we've Fair got enough. a lot of time to talk about the rest in the future. And uh, oh yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, you have to watch the latest episode of Book of Boba. I'm, I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it as soon as we're done with this recording, and then uh, next week I'll make sure I, I watch episode six before we record. That way, that way we I get it under the belt and we can actually talk about it. So. I genuinely think that you would prefer to do the reaction video and a little bit of, you know, a session where you're just talking to yourself about this episode because yeah. it's pretty cool. Well, yeah. I'm, I might do that. So, hey, speaking of reaction videos, if you head over to our Patreon account, I've got some uh, full reactions up already. Uh, chapters one and two of Book of Boba Fett. You guys can uh, check those out and kind of watch along with me as we go through the series. Uh, and you can uh, also send us mailback questions. You know, we went through three of them tonight. We can uh, go through and pick out some more next week if you guys have How any do questions. you get a mailback question onto the podcast? Oh, hey, look, you, you did it for me. It's been a minute, man. I'm out of practice. You know that. It's 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 been ten months since I've really gotten into this, so I'm a little out of practice. Let me let me back up. Let me reverse. How do you guys get a question on the Star Wars Canon Podcast? You send it to Star Wars Canon Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, each week we go through and pick out a few and uh try to pick out the, the best ones. Matter of fact, Usuf, next week I think I'm going to uh pick out like ten and then send them all to you and let you pick out the ones we're gonna answer amazing i think we're gonna do that so we will have episodes in the future where we do go back if you don't get your question featured we may just go back and feature your question in another episode we could please do do not do not get disheartened if you don't get your question featured please keep sending them in we love them they're food for thought and we will use them in later episodes 100 percent. there are several questions that we get that i wish we had time to go through you know all of them but it's just because of time constraints it's hard to go through and pick them all 
Um, but we are, you know, another thing I want to start doing again, since we're kind of coming back as 1138 Productions, I do want to start doing the live Q and A's again on, uh, on Sunday nights. If I can start, if I can try to, swing. yeah, we got to go live soon. Yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Cause then we can talk about whatever. And then, you know, also we've got 1138 talk radio in the pipeline that we're working on putting together exactly. where we can talk about literally anything, not just star Wars, not just Marvel, but DC, doctor who walking dead, uh, I, I don't know Ghostbusters I mean literally anything at all because um, you know we're not all just Star Wars fans we're not all just Marvel fans we're we're just geeks in general and I think that'd be a good outlet for us to talk about love a, being a, a nerd lot of stuff. oh this god is this, it is a good time love to be it. a nerd you know and, and <laughs> you know I, I I really want to get some Ghostbusters stuff off my chest I'm not gonna lie because I to this day I'm still freaking out over Afterlife or Afterlife yeah Ghostbusters Afterlife so uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Usuf, I want to thank you for joining me this week. And, uh, I want to thank you, Brian, for reaching out hey, and making especially, sure that I'm a part of it. Especially since it's so late where you are right now. it's You, you really stayed up late to It uh, is, to it is this 4 in the morning over here that's in dedication. the Empire. That's the dedication. Oldest, the oldest nation on earth. Uh, it is four in the morning, my friend. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm in the future. So Yeah, what's it like? We, we got flying cars yet? <laughs> we got flying cars yet? So. Uh, unfortunately, uh, well, if we do, it's, gar- it's carpets over here. It's not really cars yet. Yeah. <laughs> over here, it's not really exciting. So, <laughs> oh, fair enough. Hopefully, hopefully, I'll be able to show you anything new that happens. God, that'd be awesome. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, man. I do appreciate it. I'm really glad to get you back on the mic, guys. I'm glad to be back. And uh, until next time, this is Brian and Usuf signing off. And may the force be with you guys. May the force be with you. <laughs>